You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. GMAD. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. <laughs> Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing all right, Alex. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Guys, we, 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 we're... Uh, Right in the middle of vacation Bible school. Yeah. The story behind the story is we're in Bible school. <laughs> um, the longer long nights, um, long done around eight, set up. So, but study for the next day. Right, get ready. All of the little pieces that make Bible school Bible school. Mm-hmm. It was fun that very first day. It was like you know everyone had their own area. I kind of jumped in last minute for a skit and. Uh, didn't have quite all the props, so it was like all the kids sitting there, and you're like, oh, uh, hold on, kids, let me go mm-hmm. find something. That's right. Yeah, but... So you jumped in last minute and asked me to come in a minute even, and a half, yeah, even uh, after that. Yeah, you were in the okay. last second, Yeah, for real, so... Yeah. Oh, but it's, it's fun, though. You know, God provides all those little extra things we're forgetting and makes it, you know, special for those kids, and... And the kids are enjoying it. We've yes, got they a are. Good group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Very first question I've got actually comes from something I heard mm. from one of the groups as a discussion, and it was, "How do you know you're hearing God's voice?" Because mm. we talked a lot about missions. We did. Um, that's kind of your 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 station, right? Right. Is missions, missions, and the Bible study. Yep. Story, and so it grew out of that actually, and uh, I do now remember the question. Uh, how do we know we're hearing God's voice? I think God uniquely tunes the way he speaks to us by what we hear the best, you mm-hmm. know? So if it comes through a friend, because that's, we listen to our friends more. Uh, if it comes through situations, like in my situation, my case, I, I heard God through the situations that were unfolding before mm-hmm. me. Uh, so I think it, God talks to us differently because we hear differently. Right. And uh, you go back through the Old Testament, and you sort of notice that the prophets are talked talk to very directly. Yeah. And uh, we're saying, so did he talk audibly? Right. That was, uh, or how did they get this prophecy and that I kind comes of, to them? And I kind of feel like one of those kids, when I read those parts of the Bible, when it says God spoke to, and it's like, did he act, you know, exactly what the kids right. were saying. Yes. It was like, oh, he, you actually heard him? And you're like, in a matter of yes, and I'm speaking, and and I've heard God that way too at different times. Like after Michael passed away, mm-hmm. it was so distinct, and the yeah. words were right there. Uh, but you know, He wasn't speaking out of the clouds or anything like right. that. But God does. God is well. God is God. You know, right? And He will uniquely tune. No, He knows us so well. Yeah, that He can tune His voice his proclamation to what we hear best right and i think yeah i think he's really good at it so <laughs> oh me too i if so let's say there's someone listening out there or watching they're kind of struggling with this a little bit how, how do how do you t- lay out some ground rules some you know key things that they need to be looking for or changing in their life um that goes beyond you know, I always thought it was silly when I heard, not silly, but like, oh, that's an easy answer. But it's just like, well, God speaks to us in different ways. So you have to listen carefully. 
I always thought that that was a kind of a real easy cop out to the question. That didn't really answer it for me. It is, and and you do want to 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 uh, diminish as much distraction as possible. Yeah, and so. A lot of times going into the quiet place or a little closet like mm-hmm. Jesus talks about, and Jesus went to the mountain, uh, places away from a lot of distractions. So minimize distraction, number one. The second is uh, get in the Word, because sometimes God will speak directly through His Word yeah. and, and be aware of what Scripture says mm-hmm. uh, for two reasons. One is that you'll want to confirm through Scripture God will not... Con- uh, contradict what he's already said in his okay. in his word, and uh, so you need to know the scripture and, and have some mm-hmm. understanding of that ahead of time, and and sometimes he'll just basically cue you in on a, a paragraph right in the word, and oh yeah, that's his for you, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, and so you you want to have the word open, so right? Minimize distraction, open the word, and, and then uh, be open to whatever it is he's got. Yeah. Because it could be totally out of left field, mm-hmm. uh, a surprise, if you will. Yeah, and that's God; He's full of surprises. Yeah, it's. I've noticed that if you do daily devotionals, and I mean, we both do the uh, daily bread, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's just like a little fortune cookie every morning, and I would say, you know, one out of five of them. I'm reading that passage, and I don't even get to the little devotional part, the little story, because that's that part of it's either so convicting on, cer- on certain points or something that just really draws me to lean into more. Right. So then I'm getting out of the app, I'm going back to my Bible app, and I'm reading all around that verse to see what else God's calling me in that in that passage, right. you know? And so many times Charlene and I look at each other and I said, don't we need that one today? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. That's and, kind of and that's God meeting us where we're at. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, He hasn't left us alone. Yep, He's meeting us where we're at, mm-hmm. and He's got a message for us. Yeah, I found that uh, there are there are certain times in my life where there's a certain little spot in my character, um, or a certain sin that has happened, or something like that. Say I lied about something, and I'm convicted on that. Now. Is that God speaking to me, or is that just because I am devoted to God, love Jesus, and that is the gift I've been given to speak to me to change? Well, actually, it's the Holy Spirit that did the conviction part, because that's the person... Well, it's God, but God in the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. that is nudging you because your spirit is... Your personal spirit is open to the Holy Spirit. Okay. And the Holy Spirit comes as counselor. Mm-hmm. And so that is the function of the Holy Spirit, to convict. Okay. And uh, he's pretty good at it. Oh, yes. Yeah. And good. so that's, that's where you're sensing the Holy Spirit, that yeah. conviction piece, because you're, you're receiving the counsel okay. of the Holy Spirit. Now, you think there would be times where you're sitting in prayer, meditation, something like that, quiet place, where you could mistake your own thoughts for... God's voice? You can, but you should be probably emptying yourself of your own thoughts before you go in to try to okay. hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. And that's where the distraction piece is. And I, I know that feeling where, you know, I'm thinking all these things, and then am I hearing God's voice, or is that me coming through? Mm-hmm. And and that's where you, you've got to 
minimize the distractions first right. and even your own thoughts yeah. are distractions and take them captive right and if, if you keep having that take those thoughts captive and lay them before the holy spirit let the holy spirit help you sift them through yeah that's part of testing the spirits because even you've got your own spirit going right. on in those conversations and you've got to lay it before the lord lay it before the holy spirit ask the holy spirit to help you sift through and counsel through those thoughts yeah and let the ones that the holy spirit says yeah that's yours that's yeah. all right that's a good one okay and and, and allow the holy spirit to be part of the conversation mm-hmm. but there's times when you don't have that um, where you don't have that time to go and sit and clear your head. So I think one we've used before is, you know, you're driving down the road and you see someone on the side of the road. And every time that happens, I'm convicted to turn around. Mm-hmm. Now, that that's just a snap decision. Mm-hmm. Now, is that because... Part I, of your nature. Well, is, well, it's part of the nature, I think, of what we're all called to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, and that one's easy because, like, we know... They're not supposed to be, you know, it's very easy to in your head and you can see those things. And you're like, well, I've got to go this. I've got the kids in the car. You know, they're crying. I can't mm-hmm. stop for this. And the further right. away I get down the road, the more I'm like, oh, man, I got to turn around. <laughs> oh, I got to turn yeah. around. Sorry, babe. I got to. We got to turn around. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I, that's happened before where I've turned around and there's someone already sitting there. Taking care of it. Taking care of it. Yeah. Then but, you feel, well, if I just. Yeah. But that one's easy. Do you think he calls us in like some real, like, let's say a dangerous situation where you feel like you're being called to jump in and something? You know what I mean? There are those times. Yeah. Yeah. Where we don't really have time to sit and say, okay, is this you calling, Lord? Right. But we've got to follow where the conviction of our heart is. I mean, we are recreated Mm -hmm. in his image. Uh, we're we're to live in that new creation, mm-hmm. uh, Ephesians five twenty four twenty five twenty six, and if we're it, put off the old self and we're living in the new self, which is in Christ Jesus, then yes, it we can do the the gut reaction kind mm-hmm. of thing from that new creation. Uh, it gets us in a lot of situations. Maybe if we'd have thought about it, we wouldn't have gotten in. Yeah, I found a. Uh... Sometimes we can overthink situations. Here we go. So um, I found conviction quite a few times um, saying to me, the Holy Spirit saying, shut up. Be quiet. (laughs) You don't have to say what you want to say in this conversation. And, uh, and that is definitely one of the things, I mean, my wife used to say, she goes, I said something to her and it wasn't like, it was, it was something, uh, oh man, it was, I think I, I said that, uh, she was sturdy, which, okay. So to me, that's a good quality. You don't, well, the opposite is frailty, right guys? So, okay. But she don't put it there. I'm blushing a little on this, but I still feel like, you know, coming out of my mouth at the time, it was like, oh boy. But she's, you know, she's like, you know what I like about you is your honesty. Like, What a kind way to respond to that after clearly was not the night. A gentle rebuke. Yes. That's a very gentle rebuke. Yeah. So I have found in certain situations, even though like, you know, someone in a group that I'm with is 
saying something about uh, Christians or, or, you know, very, you know, broad spectrum, you know, statements that just does not fit. It's not correct. And even still in my head, Holy Spirit saying, just be quiet. They're not going to receive what you're saying. Well, if they want to know your opinion, they'll ask that kind of thing. So it's, but you need to be in tune with the Holy Spirit yeah. to be in the right spot. Because I've been in just the opposite situation. All these people in that room, and I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say yeah. anything. And finally, the Holy Spirit says, you've got to get it. Mm-hmm. Just get up, say it really short, be done. Yeah. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, certain areas, another thing that the kids said. So I think we've covered that well, but... I thought there's another cool thing when uh, the kids were asking you, you know, like, how did you, or, you know, when were you called to your mission? Mm -hmm. And we'll just tell that story. Yeah. Well, so I I was uh, hearing a lot that I should be a pastor, you know, because of the way I can talk and and get in front of people. And uh, finally, in 1977, I went over and talked to my pastor. And he said, well, pray that God would open and close doors in such a way that you'd know what his will is. And so I went back that evening in my dorm and I knelt at my bed and I prayed that prayer. And uh, boy, a peace came over me that I really, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the kids started to notice that I was different yeah. after that night. And then just a few weeks later was Christmas Eve and I thought the preacher was talking directly to me, and that sermon, I went back to check later, it really wasn't about me, Mm -hmm. but I sure felt (laughs) it was about me, and it was a call to ministry. Three weeks later, then, uh, I was going to tell my pastor that I've made this decision, I was going to to follow into ministry, and uh, I couldn't go in the morning when I wanted to go. I, I had these classes I had to take, I was in college. And so I was going to go in the afternoon and tell him, and he passed away that morning. Oh, boy. And what that did, I mean, it was devastating at the time. Yeah. But what that did was it brought Palmer Becker alongside me, and I talked to him about this, and then he used uh, situations in the church. He was sort of the preaching person in the church then during that time after we lost Pastor Miller. And uh, he mentored me. Hmm. And so it was just as if, just like the pastor said, pray that he would open and close doors so you would know what his will is. Yeah. Not sure he knew he was going to buy the barn at that point, but uh, uh, his counsel I still take seriously to this very day. Yeah. Yeah. I. <clears throat> it's interesting how many times that you can actually look back on your life and see when you've asked for something and had answered prayer. And that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, if you let me, I'd share about my trip to Canada. We went on a week-long trip. It was supposed to be a bachelor party. <clears throat> that, that brings a whole bunch of connotations with it. Oh, yeah. Well, so we're in uh, Quetico, Canada. So um, very little room for items or things that would make you sin. Mm, okay. If that if that makes any sense. Took, but Took no sin along. Okay. Right. We did bring a couple of bags of wine. Mm, okay. So uh, had some delicious room temp wine or warm wine. And before this trip, we were up there. We were staying in these bunk houses, and I was really missing my family. 
And I think I even sent you a text. You I did. sent my mom a text, my wife, and said, man, I'm having mm -hmm. a hard time. I almost wish I had to get hurt so I can go back home to see them. Because I knew I wouldn't have any reception out there. I didn't really know some of these guys very well. So I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Just let's have fun. Let me not be negative on this trip because I knew that it was going to be hard. And like it just just to kind of paint a picture, we walked or we we canoed like, let's see, what was it? Eight or nine miles the first day. And we had to carry our canoes on portages. So pick up all your stuff, carry it across, go back, get another batch of stuff and back. And oh. I think we did like six miles walking. It was it was tough. And uh, we got to the campsite. And then I prayed, okay, you know, that was fun. Let me, let me catch some fish. I just sat there and prayed. Thank you so much that I'm here. And I got out my phone to kind of take a picture of the campsite. Lo and behold, I have reception way up there. You know, one of the only spots called my family said I'm there. And that was just nice to be able to do. Then I went out and said, let me catch fish. God, please just let us catch fish. Cause on their previous trip, they hadn't caught fish. Oh. Fishing was easy all week long. Fishing One fish after another, too many fish to even eat. And the trip, I ended up getting food poisoning in the middle of the trip, the farthest place away. The mosquitoes were horrendous. The sleeping conditions were tight next to guys who snore. But one of the best trips I've ever had in my entire life, the just being in the God's creation up there. Wow. Magical. Praise and, the Lord. Uh, going into it, my human heart was... Not wanting to go. But the prayers were right. Yeah. The attitude behind those prayers were right. Yeah. So just really cool how God works in those different ways when you're really in distress, the comfort he can bring. It's, it's really cool. It is. Yeah. And that's what we live from. Yes. Even in the hardest of times. Mm -hmm. Even through the struggle. I knew that that was the, that was the part of it, that that was going to be tough. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it to anyone who would want to go because... Uh, want to go right and are you saying you don't want to go paddle nine miles the paddling Walk six you know i could paddle all day long honestly i found out but the portaging was rough i was gonna say you flip yeah. the canoe over and you're carrying it upside down and so the canoe's upside down and the mosquitoes just fill the inside of the canoe oh god bless you with well, the yeah. mosquitoes yes can't even hear people talking around you because you just hear the <laughs> okay no, uh -huh. that doesn't sound good no but so, yeah. It was a good experience for you, and yeah, you're of course. glad for it. Yeah. 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 Did you get to share about Jesus? Twice. Twice. Hey, that's better than none. Mm -hmm. It was just a questioning of people, because I knew that none of them there were church-going believers. Mm -hmm. But just finding out that they knew that there was... They, that they didn't believe that there was nothing, right? That there was no creator. Um, that they were kind of open to possibilities... But a lot of things didn't make sense with the Christian faith. And I just urged them to go learn more, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, maybe I'm not the right person to talk to you about it, but I would really encourage you to learn more because it's, it's a wonderful life transforming, you know, experience is to give your life to Jesus. It's yeah. I know everyone here who's mm -hmm. listening or watching knows that for sure as well, but God is good. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's few All things the more there are few things that are more incredible than seeing someone give their life to Jesus for the first time. And my goodness, it's uh it's powerful. 
So, Amen. Yeah, I know everyone that's watching, listening knows that too. So, mm-hmm. praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don, will you pray us out? I can do that. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the the good that you do among us, the way you listen to us, and the way you talk to us. So, Heavenly Father, we pray that everyone who's listening to this podcast will find some kind of blessing that they could take away from it for their day today. And continue to move among us, Lord, that your word would be spoken and heard by those who open their ears to hear. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, We will see you all next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.